it and then go to uh, where is it? Audacity. Okay, now we will push the Audacity button together in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pawn Theater with Chase, Cody, and Justin. We were just talking about hey. natural disasters. Hey, uh, hello. Hello. We were just talking about natural disasters and things going on in our crazy world right now. Today, I actually woke up at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. this morning just for Bill and Ted 3. So today we got Bill and Ted 3 face the music. This time they're going, they're really doing it. They're going to face the music, guys. It's <laughs> a very challenging thing for them. Or, well, we'll see how that goes up, but they face the music and they're not the only one facing the music phidias phidias i don't know why i'm pronouncing it wrong phidias and ferb i'll, I'll screw that Fidious name up but that it was a popular show on D the disney channel for a while and it came back on disney plus for one I, I don't know if it's one last movie or whatever but they came back with a new movie Fid or uh, phidias and ferb candence against the universe or something like that and then there's this crazy documentary about an old man spending his uh, a lot a huge portion of his life trying to discover aliens so though <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you guys saw that one but that 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 was yeah that that was crazy. yeah i saw that's a that was like a easy watch is less than 20 yeah. minutes long actually that's a thing yeah that that's the thing is all these movies they were it, it were easy to kind of get through because i i, I wrote yeah i, I think you have three hours and 15 minutes to kill you can watch all three yeah, that's the thing is I thought like one of them was going to be over two hours or so. Like I got up 2 a.m. for all three of these movies and I finished all three of them the morning before I even went to work. And then, oh, beautiful. yeah, and then work uh, cut off uh, halfway because we're not really getting many customers. So I came home earlier to spend time with the niece for a little bit before they went off to the lake, which that's where all of them uh, went off to. Which for me and my niece, she likes to watch me play video games or uh, we play on the pool ball or do some other things. And she really is obsessed with Toy Story 2 on the Nintendo 64. Before that, I, I was like... I love that game. Yeah, actually, I'll I'll talk about that. But uh, before that, I was like, you know what, let's play Fall Guys. And then I put on my PS4... And Fall Guys was having an update, so... And Kendi, she's three, so she's not very patient. I was like, Craig, because I, I would really like to show my niece Fall Guys. I think that would make her laugh a lot. Uh, Fall Guys is a pretty crazy game. It's like Wipeout. But... Uh, the TV we, show? Yeah, it's like the TV show Wipeout. Basically, it's a, <laughs> it's a free-to-play Battle Royale game where there's like 60 little... Uh, little uh uh pill like characters like uh they got they look like cute little not not like minions like despicable me but they're they are of that sort of form where they're just little uh, uh guys just fumbling over each other trying to uh play or survive these different mini games and uh a lot of them are pretty much reminiscent of american ninja warrior or wipeout uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and it's a really fun game. Like, it's easy to get into. It's free to play on the PS4, and uh, it's very silly. Like, even if you suck at it, you'll just have a lot of laugh because all these guys are just fumbling over and flying all over the place. 
So there's a lot of like physical humor to the game. Uh, and it's very cute and colorful. That would be would have been awesome to play in front of my niece, but unfortunately, PS4 updates. So I went to the Nintendo 64, and first I did Yoshi's or 64. What I find interesting is uh, Kendi really wants Yoshi to die. Because uh, I was, we were playing on the, uh, the Yoshi 64. We we're playing on the lava level or one of the lava stages, and uh, Kennedy just keeps going, go into the lava. He needs to go into the lava. I'm like, I don't think Yoshi would like the lava. He's like, no, he needs the lava. Put him in the lava. I'm like, do you know what what happened to Yoshi? Is like he needs a bath. Put him in the lava. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> he needs a bath of life. Yeah, and, and then then we went to Toy Story to the the video game, the the N64 PS1 game, and she immediately like what that was something she kept on obsessing over. Toy Story 2. Let's play Toy Story 2. And then I put on Toy Story 2, and she just leaves the room and plays with uh, pool balls. So, yeah, I mean, kids are hyper. That's a thing. And I, I love my niece, so I'm, I'm not like... No, I, I love spending time with my niece, so it, no, nothing like... In fact, I actually gave her a Starbucks drink on my way. Well, I mean, it, it it's a non-caffeinated Starbucks drink. It's basically... <laughs> Uh, Double to the dome. No, no. I, <laughs> I mean, would not... that would be the perfect uncle thing to do. Like, load <laughs> him up on caffeine and sugar before you give them back to their parents. <laughs> I didn't load her up on. No, I didn't load her up on caffeine. I loaded her up on basically chocolate milk. Just three pumps of white chocolate, two pumps of vanilla, and some mm. chocolate sauce on the top. So there was a lot of chocolate. I mean, she, no milk at all. <laughs> yeah, she did get lots of sugar, but no caffeine. No, no, she's too young for caffeinated drinks. So, uh, yeah, so that was a fun thing. And another thing I want to say, because at the time when I, I upload this, it's a really incredible thing. But I finally fixed the issue with Spotify. Not only that, but as of recording this right now. Pons Press is on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, which is a uh, extension on Amazon. So basically, it's on Amazon. Uh, it will be on Google Play soon. iHeartRadio and Pandora. Wow! So all of like everywhere you can find a podcast. <laughs> well, everywhere except YouTube, and I am working on a YouTube channel. That's why I'm also recording. Uh, the video p- part of, uh, uh, you know, these these uh, sessions we do to do highlights. And I'm doing the, that for the interviews, too, which yesterday I, I interviewed a really incredible lady. Actually, it was uh, funny because yeah, she's a she's a, a really gorgeous Asian model, uh, very talented. And she brought her little brother along just to mess with him. Because her brother was just sitting there going, man, what am I doing here? Like, there was a part where uh, I was talking about her Patreon, and she uh, promised, hey, you know what? You get lewd photos for $45 a month. And I'm like, uh, okay, which originally she said, no, she's not going to do uh, super nudes or, you know, do anything, like, super sexual, which, I mean, that's, I think do what you, you your heart's content and if you that's not your thing then definitely don't and yeah she said that she's not gonna go she's not doing overboard with those uh, sexual type 
photos and that's not really most of her modeling but she's like okay but if you do uh, pay me $45 a month I will give you my butt cheeks uh, or photos of my butt cheeks and then right as he, she said that uh, her, her little brother was sitting right next to him going and I was like <laughs> I even looked at him and I was like oh your little brother is turning red right now but no he, he was cool I'm too so. right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but he, he was cool and no both of them are great they're, they're wonderful I mean I I I don't think I could even recall having a bad experience talking to a wonderful creative of color regardless of what they do and I always find them wonderful so I mean I I will be uploading that soon I mean by the time you hear this that will probably be up before uh, this but yeah so i mean i'm i'm just working as i can with more of the the this stuff and congratulations yeah. chase awesome stuff man yeah i'm really yeah. happy that stuff is everywhere and you're doing a lot of work and uh, yeah. it's paying off yeah yeah no it is because soundcloud what what how this is even working out is soundcloud is the hosting platform so i would upload on the soundcloud and then it would distribute to all these other platforms Right. And on the leaderboards of most used or podcast relating audio service, SoundCloud isn't one of the most popular ones. And yeah, Spotify is one, iTunes is up there most too. Music, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, SoundCloud does have a few people, but it's not on, like, you look on the list, it's not even on the top 10. So yeah. uh, it's, it's great to be able to distribute to those servers and the other ones soon like i don't have iHeartRadio, google play or pandora yet but they're coming at like they're processing and whenever they get done they'll be uploaded so awesome. yeah that is i mean that's the only the news i could say oh and then i have also a ko-fi so if people want to support the show and not without doing a subscription type deal i have sort of an alternative for that too but yeah so uh, more platforms i'm getting a uh, link tree up and i'll have that up and that will pretty much put everything to fall on or whatever platform you have so that's really uh I mean, the big news I got regarding that. So I, I'm yeah. also re going to return to the gaming tadpole. I haven't done that for two weeks because one, I was trying to go after a pedophile. Uh, <laughs> and of course, I've been unsuccessful at that. But the other thing is I also started school. So I'm trying to clear out some homework. So I got time to do more of the gaming tadpole. So I will have that again uh, or uh this coming thursday with the amazing rihanna so anyway now on to the show starting well, with also and work right you started work again so well that's the thing is work has not been going too busy in fact they're trying to keep going but the, the thing is we've not been receiving a lot of customers so i don't know how long i will be at work uh, or i'm going to be on paid leave again because oh. It's, I mean, work, I do have work, but work has been extremely slow. There's hardly any customers. Yeah. They've not been going yeah. out to, which I mean is good. And that's the same with movie yeah. theaters because the, the movies we that released that we are not talking about is uh, New Mutants and Tenet. Well, screw both of those films because we just. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if New Mutants ends up somewhere to stream in about a month. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that that's the thing is they're they even said that no mute new mutants is going to be in theaters and you're gonna see it and all the journalists are like, Screw you, we're not seeing this in theaters. No. Well no. yeah, they didn't uh, screen it for critics at all. So a lot of the critic community have been like, We're not going to a public screening to see this. Oh, you're awesome. you're so good. Thank you. I mean I have given some to Andrew to show when that came up. Wait, what is going on over there? I think he's having a conversation with someone. When that happened, you know, like, so I'm asking him, did you ask your friend to send it back, Andrew? Please, I need it back. But I've been selling my stuff like crazy. Nice. Like, I've been, like, literally. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> uh, so, what, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, while they, while he's doing that, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not going to risk myself to see New Mutants or a Tenet. I even heard those movies, like, people reviewed those movies, and they said those movies aren't that great. Like, they're not worth rushing out to go to the big screen. Yeah, um... New Mutants, I heard, is fine. Uh, Tenet is, of course, mixed, but even the people that like Tenet are saying, don't go see this just to risk your life. It's not worth risking your life to see. No no movie it's, is. Yeah, yeah none. Is a big, <laughs> I'm a big fan of movies over here, but I don't want to lose my life over it or yeah. have it be a danger. Disney has the right idea of dropping these big movies out on Disney+. Plus, Even if it's a... Hey, the thirty more dollars just to add it to your collection. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna support it because I mean, for one, these bigger tier movies they're super expensive. So it's, I mean, you're left in a very hard choice of like, how do you make the film that affordable? I mean, yeah, Mulan is over two hundred million dollars, and I'm sure Black or uh, Black Widow is not a very cheap movie as well when that hit because that's that got listed for uh, direct to video, which is weird. How these bigger movies got listed for direct to video, but we have to go out of the theaters to see New Mutants. We had to risk our life for a movie that probably no one will remember in about a year. And it's been struggling to come out for like four years. So yeah. So I mean, I'll I'll once it got kids VOD, I might ch- check it out. I'm I'm not against I'm watching it, but yeah, I'll, uh, not theaters. And I haven't checked, but you know, with the drive-ins, it's that's been awesome. So okay, yeah. But anyway, so it, it, we're not the movies we're checking out. So we're going to start with, uh, of course, Bill and Ted Three, which even though it is available at home, it's also available in theaters. I even had a friend say, "Man, I'm tired of the, being in the, this house and doing this virtual BS. I miss those times where I got to go to the theater and watch something on the big screen. I want to do that. Let's do that for Bill and Ted Three. Screw watching at home. Let's go see Bill and Ted 3 as it's meant to be seen on the large screen. <laughs> so this, this movie that a friend of mine... No, he's a great guy, by the way. I'm, I, you know, we mess with people. But I, I, I've looked at the trail. Even at the trail, I looked at it. I'm like, this doesn't need to be seen on the big screen. But maybe it does. It, what you have here is Bill and Ted... 
and I haven't seen the first two, so I, I mean, this is my first exposure to Bill and Ted, but they've been <laughs> rocking out for years, and they, they failed to kind of ha- come up with this one song that will unite the world together. Now they're in their 50s, they're, uh, or at least Ted's dad is not very happy with them, and it's like, you know, you should go get real jobs, because... You just been sitting around trying to make music all day, and and that, that's that's not working out. And your daughters, they're twenty five, uh, and, and they they don't have jobs either. So they it's there's a whole big thing about that. Oh, and your wives, oh, they want to leave you. Here, so before you even get in the plot, that's something I find a little odd when I even think about that. Because for one, they're living, aren't they living in pretty decent houses? Yeah, it looks like they're living in the suburbs of San Dimas, California, which those probably aren't, you know, cheap homes at all. Yeah, and they've lived with their wives for so long. Like they must have been happy with each other even though they are they're spending all their time trying to bring their uh, music back. Uh when I just think of that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I could really see them the way uh, Ted's dad is viewing them because it it doesn't seem like they're at much of a conflict from the start. But of course, that's when we eventually get into the movie's conflict, which is them going to the future, having this destiny. Hey, you got to find the song that will unite the universe or else time and space will collapse on each other and everything will be destroyed. So they have until 7... Did the 7.30, 7.70 p.m. or whatever on... on 7.17 So they have to get everything in, in check before that and, and also get work out their marriages because they're in couples therapy. Can all of this work out? Now, I have to say, yeah, when I saw the trailer, I I did not see the excitement for this. In fact, I didn't even see the excitement for this over Mulan because I had people in the comments telling me, yeah, Mulan, I don't know. I saw the trailer. It doesn't look that great. Like, they're making changes, and, you know, it's not the Mulan I remember. But that Bill and Ted, oh, man, I cannot wait. And I look at the trailers between the two, I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. This you know, this. It's, it's- it's more about nostalgia and the other two movies, you know, like, uh, it, it's just they're excited to see another version come out of it. Yeah, there's people that really love those two movies and love, uh, really, really love these it. two characters. So there is a, there is a fan base for this. And they're icons in the movie world. So intent, you know, those are, they're icons for sure. Yeah. And I mean, they got a cult following and everything. Then I would have to say I I do like the chemistry between uh, Keanu Reeves and who's the guy who plays Bill? Alex Winter. Yeah, Alex he Winter. he did yeah. not have the career that Keanu Reeves went on to have after the first Bill and Ted movie. No, well, yeah, Keanu yeah. didn't have much of one either until pretty much the Matrix came around. So hey, Speed was a very big deal, sir. <laughs> he was horrible in that movie, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, but it's still such a fun movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I like how you guys are just friendly arguing with each other. Like, instead of beating each other up, you're like, oh, you suck. No, you suck. Oh, come here. Come here, Justin. Come here, Cody. And then you just go to the floor and uh, and turn the lights off. But it's... Watch a movie. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you, you could be watching the movie or you could be doing other things. No, we will uh, be <laughs> watching. There is no other possibility. <laughs> it's just watching movies. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I do have an OnlyFans account. So anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I mean, you know, they they're playing basically two uh, goofballs, two knuckleheads, uh, two uh, very uh, I wouldn't say even stone because they they act stone, but you, you can tell they didn't really smoke a lot. It was just okay. They they act high by nature because you know through the whole time they're like dude. Did you see that? No, man. We got to go back in time and save the world. Save it from right, ourselves. Man. Oh, my God, dude. That, you you blow my mind. Like, this is something you hear normally at crackheads. But uh, <laughs> they, they act like that in nature. And at first, it's like, okay, maybe it could or couldn't be a little weird, the fact that they're doing this in their 50s. But, you know, I, I am just... At the very beginning, I, I was enjoying both of them together. And uh, whether or not the humor worked, I'll say there is a lot of times where the humor does not. But I will, I'll get to that. But between those two, I, I really enjoy that, especially their awkward uh, chemistry with other people around them because uh, they've just been so uh, lovable brothers to each other that they don't know how to act around other people. They still act like they're stoner cells, but it, I like seeing them in couples therapy and them not being able to separate each other. Like, they're always like yin and yang. Through, yeah, they, they, say, they say we a lot instead of I. It's always about Bill and Ted and them as a unit. So there are things I am enjoying about this movie. When it comes to the actual plot, when we get into them traveling through time and going to time and space, there was something I did enjoy about it that could have been very smart. And what I mean by that is they'll go into the future and they'll see future versions of themselves. And them their future versions are telling them, hey, you you guys got to get your crud together and really work things out with your... Uh, like, it's not even... It's almost like a metaphor for them just trying to change. It is too bad it doesn't commit to that. And it still... It goes to this... Uh, this time save the world time traveling plot that i've seen even if i haven't seen the first two bill and ted's i've seen this done before a lot even by humor because then we get into the daughters they got their own subplot where they got to go backwards go in the past to find these historical figures and get this ultimate band together which is exactly bill and ted's excellent adventure it's the first one yeah and that part I probably enjoyed a lot less than Bill and Ted. The, the part of the reason is they go through a lot of obvious jokes with uh, historical figures reacting to modern times or to times that are far beyond them. Like, yeah. it, I mean, in the 60s where they have all these uh, iconic uh, black musicians 
just be fascinated by the iPhone. And then uh, I don't I don't know if it's Christopher Clark. It, it's some uh, it's some like famous musician Mozart. Mozart. Yeah, Mozart. I mean yeah. Mozart. Yeah, Mozart uh, just rocking out. I'm like, okay, that I I get this is Bill and Ted, but I I think this has kind of run its course. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's Bill and Ted, but with, with the younger daughters, I just don't really feel that energy like I do with those two. And even though I do like their impersonations of Bill and Ted, I think whoever is playing Ted's daughter does a great job at being Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she like completely channels young Keanu, like even like his uh, physical movements and stuff that he did earlier, like in the other two yeah. films. Yeah, yeah. Which I can tell the reason why they have those daughters is they want to see if this movie gets successful and they decide to have a sequel where it's just them. To me, that feels like, okay, we're going to continue the Bill and Ted thing off, but with other people. I mean, I don't know if that's their plan, but that's what it feels like with those two characters. Like, I feel like their presence is just to continue the franchise uh, off another way. So while Justin's going to Whataburger, uh, <laughs> the, the, the future cells. I guess just waiting. Uh, well, I mean, that, that conversation was quite loud. I was like, uh, so with Bill 10, the future, hey, what were you doing today, Justin? I was like, holy crud, what's going on over there? All right. Uh, uh, the person I'm staying with, uh, you know, I've met his parents and I haven't seen them in a while or since no, I've been uh, here. Yeah, yeah. Now both of them have attacked me on it. So I just want to, I didn't want to be rude. I apologize. No, no, it, it's fine. It's it just that it, it was kind of loud. So it was hard to uh, uh, talk. Uh, you. You know. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to talk over you. I mean, I could go, and Bill and Ted in the future, they went to this place and that place. Now, now, the thing I oh. want to say about that is where, where I think this movie, movie. It kind of is a little bit underwhelming to me. It, and it's where it tries to go into this, again, this future plot. And I think, you know, you could have been better off if this was just a metaphor for them trying to change. And instead, it's like, no, it's just Bill and Ted off of adventure. And I, I guess that's fine. But uh, by the third act, I, I don't know. There were there were parts of it I was like, I mean, when they, they were trying to get everything together to save the day, I was like... Yeah, I've seen it before. The thing I did like about the third act, though, was death. Now, he was a bit, he was another highlight. He, man, he was just awesome in that. In fact, that was, that's probably my second favorite character besides Bill and Ted together, is just seeing death and the little beef that Bill and Ted has with him. I thought you he You need was... to see Bogus journey then, because he is amazing. William Sadler is killing it as, as death. Yeah. Yeah. You no. should check out Bogus journey if you like him. Yeah, no, he was he was great, and there were some other funny things going on about uh, the underworld, and also uh, when we get to that robot that w- that's trying to hunt them down earlier. Uh, there were some clever things. <laughs> in this, yeah, there there were some clever Dennis. things. Yeah, Dennis. There were some clever things in this Dennis movie. Dennis Taylor McCoy. <laughs> Dennis Taylor McCoy. 
Yeah. Uh, if any of you are Barry fans, uh, the guy playing the robots on Barry is one of the the gangsters that tries to be Barry's buddy. The yeah. Bill Hader right, show. I, I am. I am a big fan. I don't know what which person you're talking about. Though. I need to look the that the up. bald guy that's like, hey guys. Oh, oh, I, with Alabisa. Yeah. Oh my God, that guy's amazing. He's so good in that show. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but anyway, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think that is uh, great to know that you guys are familiar with this because I've never seen that actor before, and I thought he was really great as that robot, um, especially some of the funny things they did in the last act. It's just that, man, I wish they, this, when in the beginning of the, the trailer where the guy was like, or I mean, their, uh, or Ted's dad was like, man, this is all in your heads. I wish Ted's dad was telling the truth because the fact that it, all this isn't, it, it's okay. But I mean, I've, it's sort of, I've been there, done that. And Watching it at home, I was entertained by it. I mean, I can't say I wasn't laughing in parts. I wasn't enjoying it. But it never occurred to me that this film needed to be in theaters. Like, through the very end of it, I think the best-looking things about it are the makeup. Uh, when they try to age the characters. Except for when uh, you had Bill and Ted in prison, and they were clearly in a little uh, foam muscle suit. But, I mean, that, that was for comedy, and I think that that, was, that had me laugh. Yeah, I, I never got this feeling that, man, I, I could have seen this in the big suit. No, I'm good seeing this at home. Even if COVID-19 wasn't an issue, I think this movie is better at, off at home. And How about, was it worth your $20? That's another interesting thing. Because all these movies leading up to this, they have not been worth the $20 at all. And this is the first one where I'm like, okay, would I would I be better off seeing it if it's half price, like at ten dollars or at, or at five dollars? Yeah, but I I I kind of am glad that I paid twenty dollars for it. Uh, yeah, the, it, paying five or ten for it is like deal for this movie. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, twenty wasn't yeah. as bad as some of the twenties that we've dealt with. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because it's not a movie I even want to rush. We need to go back and see. Again. Again, especially the way it ended i was like wait what what i, I wasn't even surprised that it ended because it just cut itself off i was like wait where's the ending oh is that the ending and they do have a post stinger joke and i'm eh. but yeah i enjoyed it I, i'm i'm gonna be nice and say low good but it, it's not like one of the best movies i've seen this year and it, i i definitely am not on the level of loving it like some of the people i know who just are obsessed with the uh, first two bill and ted movies i i never got that with this uh it's entertaining but yeah i'm actually i'm I, during my rental I'm, i feel like i want to see it again not not because it was like the best movie i've seen all year but i, I just enjoy those movies and bill and ted and uh you know, might as well get a little more of my money's worth out of it. Well, I w would just wish the whole movie was just Bill and Ted. Because there is a portion of it devoted to those daughters. And those parts I was just not a fan of. Like You have two whole movies of it that you need to see. If you want more of the same. <laughs> two whole movies. You have no, another three hours to watch. <laughs> well, we, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe if uh, the first one's on Netflix. But yeah, it would <laughs> Do you think it's on Amazon or Hulu? 
Okay. Bogus Journey is not, not around, but I know the first one is. Yeah. What about you, Cody? I mean, I had only seen the first movie like a long time ago. So I found a used DVD of both of them for like five bucks when I went. I had to go find a new TV last weekend. So I went to a half price books and they had a used DVD of both of them. No and way. I watched, yeah, way. <laughs> and I watched. Uh, Dude, okay. <laughs> I watched Bogus Journey. Well, I watched both of them. So I watched Bogus Journey, and I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. I kind of liked it more than the first one. So for this to be a third movie in a franchise that's just kind of fine, it's entertaining, but not like, you know, I don't hold it in as high regard as some people do. It's fine. Um this was a way better movie than I thought it would was going to be because I was like, who needs a third Bill and Ted movie? Why is there a third Bill and Ted movie? Like, is Alex Winter just what, needing a favor from Keanu? But apparently the writers of the first two films wrote this movie, so they've they've had the same writers for all three films. And the guy that directed Galaxy Quest directed this. And yeah, it's not the best movie ever made, but for a third Bill and Ted movie, this is pretty fun. And it's very sweet and sincere too. Like like their friendship and just how they treat people is like just it's kind of the movie we need right now. It just just something that makes you feel good and you have a good time. And yeah, I love Dennis the Robot and it was great to see uh William Sadler back as death. He he always steals the show when he's there. And it's just a fun time. It's it's not it's not anything challenging or great, but for what it is, it's a fun ride and I enjoyed it. So I'm gonna say a solid good for me. Okay, what about you, Justin? Uh yeah, I recently just watched both Bill and Ted's and uh, put them on worth of you movies and stuff. And bogus journey, since it's nowhere to be found, people um it's like one of my higher YouTube uh videos, because uh, people were watching it and, and trying to find out more about it. Um but yeah, this movie is more of the same from the first and the second. Uh, and I love the first and the second, and I thought they were both a lot of fun. You know, what's missing from this one is George Carlin, but, you know, he's missing some life in general. But um, William Sadler coming CG. back this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, William there is Sadler. that CG image of him in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed the, the girls uh, in there. I know, you know, they're not the highlight or whatever, but you were right. It is very sweet. They are sweet to each other, but they're also sweet to their daughters they're, and their wives. They really love yeah. them. And they kind of, they want to see the, uh, their girls succeed. And and still in music too so they're almost like uh, mentors to them in a way uh even though they go about it in a roundabout way i laughed a few times nothing crazy you know cackling out loud like i do in some movies but i i enjoy this very much and um yeah i want to go back and watch it again uh i i think it's funny that we got to see multiple i know this isn't a trailer i'm sure but multiple bill and heads and different you know in their futures and stuff and I thought that was really fun. You know, they're the dad. That's the same dad from the first two. So that was cool to see him again. And um, yeah, man, if you just want to feel some nostalgia, this is the movie for you. Bill and Ted uh, face the music. I give a, yeah, a high good. Really oh, they also have the running joke from the first two films of the, the girl they knew from high school that was married to both of their dads and now is married to uh, <laughs> Ted's brother. That first scene, and he's like, yeah, somehow... Ted's his own uncle. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, if you've seen the other two, you get some of the running jokes, and those give you like the bigger pops for laughs. But um, you'll, overall, it's definitely enjoyable. I don't think anybody can say much negative about it unless they're like diehard killer Bill and Ted fans, and for some reason they think that they missed the boat on this. But if you like the first two, then there's no reason why you shouldn't like this one. It is very much the same. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, we're all we're on all different levels of good. Uh, low good, medium high. So hey, that's uh, overall good. Yeah, successful movie. Yeah. Then. <laughs> it it probably yeah, I enjoyed that. it. It was yeah. much more fun than I thought it was gonna be. I was kind of dreading spending twenty dollars to watch it, and then I was like pleasantly surprised and entertained. Yeah. yeah. Well, now we go I mean, over to yeah. Now now we go over to uh, the other duo, which was I guess Disney's own <laughs> Bill and Ted. Well, actually, not not completely, because Bill and Ted are a bunch of uh, goofball doofuses, but these guys, Phineas and Ferb, they're they're very smart people. I mean, they build robots, they build all these crazy inventions, and that's pretty much what they do, is all summer long, they just sit around and say, hey, Ferb, I think I know what we're going to do today, and then they just do something really crazy. And Candace is always on their butts going, oh, I'm going to catch them. I'm going to tell on mom. And then right when mom comes home, just before, like, she thinks she's going to catch them uh, doing crazy things and, I guess, get them in trouble for creating different inventions, it never works out. And she's like, oh, you know what? Next time I'll bust you too. And I'll be honest. I know the show has its fans. I mean, it's been a super successful show to the point of having actually multiple direct-to-video movies. This is not even the first one. And also video game adaptations uh, of the Phibius and Ferb duo. I think there was a one that came out this year even. But, yeah, I, I actually don't know much about the games, but, I mean, it's based on the show, so you play as Phibius and Ferb. Probably like a cooperative action game, like the Lego Star Wars games. But, I mean, I, I don't know that for sure. I haven't played it. But, yeah, it's a highly successful show. Oh, yeah, and they're also in Disney's universe. When uh, Disney did that little universe thing with the uh, the figurines and all that. So, Phibius and Ferb is a highly successful franchise. And with Disney Plus... Never knew anything about it before going into this movie. <laughs> yeah, so is that the same with you, Cody? Uh, no, I uh, had heard of it and had seen like a few episodes or two. And I always just liked the platypus part of the show. But yeah. I never was like a big watcher because it was a little past my time. But I had heard of it and knew... It was a popular cartoon series. Well, I watched a f- few episodes because my uh, little brother, my my sister, they they love this show. Like th- th- this show is amazing to them. And I mean, I get everybody has their f- uh, fans, but I always looked at the show as this kind of. At the start of it, there were some novel ideas of it, but then as it went on, it just got super repetitive. Because this girl, Candace, she does, she has nothing better to do other than just to try to get uh, Fabius and Ferb in trouble for creating all these different inventions. I'm like, girl, what are you even doing with your own life? Like, why are you worried about these who are not even bothering her? or Candace for the, the whole time. And she 
she just kind of uh, is like, you know what, man, I'm going to just go on this and I'm going to bust them. I'm like, okay, what about you? And I guess the, this movie is finally addressing that because it starts off with her having a musical number about, man, I, I'm going to enjoy life. Uh, but Davies and Fur, when they create an invention, that drives me crazy. And I'm like, okay, lady, you got to settle down. But you tell her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like (laughs) this. That's the problem. Is this show doesn't develop its characters. It gets very repetitive with it. Well, I mean, I haven't seen all the episodes, but I've seen enough to where I'm like, okay, Phibius and Ferb. They're these smart kids, and Ferb is the one who barely talks. If he talks, it's just something British, and he'll just say something random. And then they got a platypus who's secretly a secret agent fighting. Dr. Doofenshmirtz, whose daughter is like best friends with Candace. So there's a bit of a connection going on there. And Doofenshmirtz creating all these inventions to destroy uh, or, uh, or the, the platypus or the, the, the secret agency or whatever. And, you know, Perry just disappearing and coming back. No one really even realizing that uh, Perry the platypus is a, a secret agent. And I guess that's part of the comedic banter or comedic timing with it is that nobody really knows that he's doing all these like James Bond spy uh, stuff and it reminded me a lot of Darkwing Duck I know maybe Chase you don't know much about it but what are you oh, talking because about? of the hat no and his bill and he does oh, yeah. the old 007 thing excuse yeah. me I grew up with Disney tunes in the 90s I know Darkwing Duck what are you talking about hey, I'm sorry okay Darkling Duck is cool. That this, and that's, it's just that the the, I guess compared to other, uh, family cartoons like SpongeBob, for example, I mean, yeah. At first surface glance, you see all these characters. It seems like they all got types, but once you see more enough episodes, you're like, okay, there's more going on with each of these characters. And you get to know a little bit more about them. As you do get to these random episodic adventures, too, that have their own beginning, middle, and end. Uh, but with Phibius and Ferb, I never got that. Only for Dr. Doofenshmirtz, because later on they explain that he's basically an idiot who thinks he's a brilliant scientist, but he just sells hot dogs. Uh, that that was the likes. God. Yeah, that, uh, that was the uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Uh, I did remember that episode where he he was actually, yeah, he was actually a bratwurst seller and everything failed. So he's like, you know what, I'm going to become a brilliant scientist, except he always gets his butt whipped by a platypus. Normally Uh, it's the other way around. You fail at one thing and you become a a, a sausage dealer, a hot dog dealer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in this episode, finally addressing Canis's stupid obsession but then also there's uh, like one last battle between uh perry the platypus and dr doofenshmirtz and then it turns out well actually candace uh fails again at 
and catching Thaddeus and Firm uh, on their uh, on their crazy inventions because the invention gets blasted and blows away. So uh, he, she gets looked at as crazy again, and is like, "Man, why won't why is the universe against me?" And like Candace just gets on my nerves. Like like she's. The, she's like oh my gosh everybody hates me nobody likes me the universe is just is out to get me yeah i will because it's like <laughs> you have you, there's so many things you could do but you're just stuck on trying to catch your brothers on on doing this when you could have been like okay all right they're just doing a crazy adventure now let me go off and do this thing like you're just wasting your time and even one of her best friends actually points that out to her so it is good that the show is finally acknowledging that so then they get into this little uh this little shuttle that takes them whisks them away to an alien planet what's the alien planet called again kibosh uh, Kibashi, whatever. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, anyway. An alien planet where she is actually worshipped as a favorite person. Like, everybody... Well, once she gets abducted and then goes to, to meet the queen, uh, who's voiced by a pretty known actress. Uh, I know one of the star- guest stars they have here is Tiffany Haddish, but the other one... I'm trying to remember her name, but when I looked at that, I'm like, oh, wait, she's been in some things. The, the one Ashley play- Tisdale. Yeah, Ashley Tisdale. Like, isn't she been in some things? I would think so. Uh, she was in some Disney things, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, may- maybe it's oh, that. She's a high school musical. Right. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, that name looked a little familiar, but uh, so th- those are like the two bigger tier celebrities they got, as well as the the, the original cast of the show all together. And, you know, uh, Candace and uh, what's the, the Dr. Dupinster's daughter, they get kidnapped. So it's up to the rest of the Veronica. Yeah, Veronica. Vanessa, get, Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa. Vanessa gets kidnapped. So Dr. Dupinster eventually teams up with Fabius and Ferb and all the, the kids do go on the space avenge quest to save both of them or are they because i mean candace is enjoying life over there it seems like everything is good or is it well she's happy that she's special there yeah and i have to say the things that i do like about the show even though i i've talked crud about it the, the things that i did like is just the occasional oddball humor like there are things that will just catch you off guard in the show that are that is very funny I mean, there is a musical number on just the introduction of the the queen in the alien kingdom, and it was it was very funny, uh, along with uh, Plat- Perry the platypus trying to destroy asteroids and nobody even noticing. There there are some great jokes throughout that i was like oh wow this is actually really funny really clever so i'm like okay why did i dislike well besides candace why did i dislike this show and another is the musical numbers because while there are ones that will make you laugh because they're all part of a joke the ones that aren't they're actually kind of boring like this is a musical filled with a lot of songs going on and I found a lot of them very uninspiring. Uh, there, there's a song later called Adulting. And then, <laughs> which, yeah, I get that as part of a joke, but it's, that one should have made me laugh. But instead, I, I was just like, okay, I, yeah, I, I get it, adulting. 
there's I mean, the opening song number with Can- uh, Candace and then later on. Uh, yeah, the musical numbers I'm not a big fan of. And then it's also the... I guess the the animation of it, it's it's a type of flash for sure, but you can see it in the musical numbers that it's very very limited. Which I mean, limited animation that that is I mean for a television show and even though this is a television movie, no, I get it. It's limited to where it can kind of seem maybe a little bit choppy. I mean, that's the thing is you don't really notice except for the musical numbers when they're uh, dancing because it's like they have limited motion. I guess the the only thing I even focus on that is from seeing Central Park and just how beautiful. Are Are you saying they use like less cells, less animation cells in this one? Yeah. Well, I mean, compared. Compared to, and I'm using Central Park for comparison because that's also a musical owned by Disney, and that the musical numbers in that are so great, and I mean not not just being performed by uh, Hamilton and uh, Frozen voice actors, but also they put a lot of love and and craftsmanship into those songs and how they even play along with the story. And with this, it's like, okay, we're, we've, we've got a joke, so we're going to put that into a song. And then while that, the, the other comedic part is just how uh, they're limited the, the animation is uh, because, like, they're just bouncing back and forth. Uh, I mean, you see that a lot. And then I, I was just like, okay, because after the first, like, I kind of got the, the comedic, part of the fast limited animation but as they kind of kept dancing like that in, in each of the different songs eh, I, I wasn't as uh, humored by it uh, if that makes sense but um, I guess because I've, I've taken animation classes and, and you know I've studied animation that's why I've kind of noticed these things that would probably blow over some other people's heads so I, I, I totally get that but this is also a story I've seen so many times before. The whole thing about uh, the one person, man, I was never loved. Oh, here's this place where I'm worshipped and I feel like I'm very special. Oh, it turns out that uh, per, that, that, that per, pe- person we thought was going to be, uh, uh, you know, great guys. It turns out they're secretly evil. I mean, you've seen this before so many times and you know it's all about forgiving each other and uniting and being one and you know getting along and I don't really feel that sympathetic because Candace never really seemed like she earned it like I never really liked her as a character to where like the the way they try to address her obsession with trying to uh, trying to bust and get uh, Phoebus and Ferb into trouble for apparently having if anything if I were Phoebus and Ferb's parents and I were to see a big robot in the backyard I would be like Phoebus and Ferb why you are such brilliant gentlemen let's take this to the science fair you know what let's take this to the military I wouldn't be like, Fabius and Ferb, you build a robot in her backyard? You're grounded. I'm like, I don't even get that. 
but yeah, that's Sid's pants and Toy Story uh, were better to him than they are to them. Yeah, and he was building crazy robots that are demonic. And that's where I was just not terribly invested because it's like, okay, why did it take you this long to realize? Because you, we went through so how many seasons? This show is gone on for i think around four years or five years and it took this movie for her to be like oh wait i'm being a jerk uh, that needs to do other things i'm like okay i'm glad you f- yeah it ran for four seasons yeah four seasons of just 2007 to 2015 but i guess those aren't all subsequential well yeah but in the first two years, one season five years later, one season three years later. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's like, okay, every but but every episode is just going to be about them. It, it, it's always just been the same darn thing and that's where I, I fell off this. Maybe it changed years later with the different seasons. Maybe they adapted, but for seeing at least the first season parts of the second, I'm like, no, they never really change with it. Like, they don't develop these characters enough to where I feel emotionally vested. I feel that heartwarming thing. And when they finally address it, I'm I'm not like, oh, you know what? This is just a sweet and tender uh, ending. No, it's like, okay, lady, why do you... It took you the, uh, the destruction of the universe to realize that you need to get your crud together. I yeah so there needs to be some uh I mean if it takes all that it's like okay something needs to change here but uh yeah I just found it okay I mean yeah occasionally I'm laughing but I don't know it just uh had all the things I liked and disliked about this show just brought into an hour and a half they were really improving on the things that I didn't really enjoy. It, it seemed like it won, but it, it went off to just be the same thing. And by the end, I was like, okay, but well, hey, if you're a big Vavius and Ferb fan, then this is for you. For me, this is just a regular decent. Uh, Cody, you want to go? Yeah, I think, yeah, if you're a fan of this show, you'll probably enjoy this. Um, like you, I don't think I was as irritated as much whereas i just was like whatever when the stuff that i didn't really bother because i mean there are some jokes that i did like like there's a bit about the animation where they're like something in space yeah Yeah. i like that joke and there's a couple of doofenshmirf or whatever his name is stuff he says that was pretty funny yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. Actually. Like where he tells the little girl, "Hey, I don't come down to your job and tell you how to sell cupcakes or something." Yeah. <laughs> like there yeah. is, there was some chuckles, but like the overall plot, it just felt like an extended episode of the show. Um, so yeah, this is more so probably for fans than the casual viewer. So I think I'll give it a high decent. Okay, Justin. Yeah, and, and I bet Disney Plus is it made this movie, or Disney made this movie for the younger generation beyond yeah. just who was watching it when it first came out. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, I actually loved the musical parts. If there was none of the songs in there, I don't know if I would have enjoyed this even half as much. Uh, they're not good, 
but they're just super funny because they're just literally telling exactly what they're doing but with melody <laughs> and a dance number uh and i just i know we've seen that before too i just thought it was fun and again had that not been in there this movie would have been a disaster but it's only because i don't know about the characters uh i i guess i have heard the names phineas and Ferb before I didn't know. I was looking for this movie on Netflix. I was like, where is it? And then I had to go search it on Disney because I had no clue. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's a quick watch. You know, she uh, it's, it's about, you know, there's alien stuff in there and, uh, you know, trying to rescue people. Um, the platypus was a lot of fun. I did love the dad. And, yeah, the music numbers kept it moving, but yeah, this isn't made for me. This is not uh, this is not one that I um, was looking forward to. But it wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't bad. I uh, I uh, I'd have to give it a low low good high decent somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it was bad either. I I just like yeah. I mean, if you've never seen the the episodes, they they pretty much give you the characters. Uh, I mean, there there might be. There is a lot of clever stuff to it i mean we you know they they definitely that animation scene was one of the smartest things yeah that yeah like uh, yeah yeah go ahead no it is one of those shows where occasionally they'll bring in a really a brilliant gag but it it is drenched in all these jokes that are aimed at little kids and then yeah and all these other things but i mean if you have a family and you have children i would rather this is a better film to watch than, say, Fearless. Like, you won't want to shoot oh, yourself in oh, the head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, compared to that. <laughs> yeah, compared yeah. to that, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes, compared to that. Uh, so, yep, that is... Yeah, uh, it's definitely meant for families to watch. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm a little bit older, so, like, the stuff that parents laughed at in the movie is stuff that I probably laughed at and enjoyed the musicals, which I'm sure that, that they would as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's clever because I think it did what it was supposed to do. It's just not uh, not something that is in my world, really. Um, yeah. And I do love Disney, and I'm so surprised that I just didn't even know that this was a Disney property. Yeah, it, I mean... They don't, it, they don't have any rides or sell any toys at Disney, man. I go there a lot. Well, they do actually have a lot yeah, of Disney... fixing them to say, right. Perry the Platypus is all over the place. I thought it was Darkwing Duck. No, that was <laughs> that was back then. Although they, they are bringing Darkwing Duck in that new... Uh, uh, yeah, he's DuckTales. in the new yeah. DuckTales cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah. Perry the Platypus is very popular. In fact, okay. uh, they they did do crossovers. I did remember they did do crossovers with Star Wars and Marvel with Phoebus uh, and Ferb. They had like special episodes. Uh, yeah, I saw the Marvel one where the bad guy showed up at Doofenshmirtz's place, and the guy's like, "I am the Red Skull," and Doofenshmirtz is like, "Yes, yes, you are." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I do just want to point out Ali Wong voiced in this movie, and she was incredible. Yes, she was the she was the bad alien, whatever her name was. Yeah. And Tiffany Haddish was the voice of when they all said Candace when they exploded. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a weird thing. (laughs) Like, we need you for this movie. Oh. Just real quick, in Bill and Ted, did you see at the end uh, when people were playing the uh, um, 
uh, oh shoot, what's that electrical uh, piano that you um, that's in your hands? You know, the one that you squish together and it makes noise, and you use your fingers on the piano keys. Come on, it. Weird Al uses it. <laughs> I I only say that because that was him in the end. He was in that. Oh cool! Oh that, wow, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway, uh, that leads us to our last thing which is uh i think it was john is trying to contact the aliens is that the name of it john is uh john yeah, yeah. john who th- this guy from back in the day just spent a big portion of his life trying to scout those aliens i mean we have this whole thing going on are aliens real are aliens not real it's been going on for years still even today we have that back and forth discussion Oh, we see, I think, a silhouette of a flying saucer, and and it's, like, circling around. Okay, aliens are real. I'm like, okay, are... I'm one of those... I'm in that camp of people who don't exactly... I'm not... I'm not against the idea of aliens not... Or aliens being real, but I... With all those, like, blurry, like, or... uh, silhouette uh, graphs that keep being shown up i'm not on that way to go oh my gosh it's it's true aliens are real i'm like okay okay, we need some more evidence to know that is an actual flying saucer because that's so blurry that could just be anything like we have this going on for so i mean that that's why whenever the pentagon is releasing footage of oh my gosh you see a flying alien I look at that footage, I'm like, is that an alien or is that a just a, a regular aircraft that people just forgot to let others know that okay, we're flying in this space. I'm not sure. trying and also, to, yeah. Also with today's technology, when you see something on a video, you're always kind of skeptical. You're like, anybody could have put that in there. We don't know if that's real. Anybody can use CGI nowadays. Yeah. So I know there are people who are like, man, aliens are real. I, I don't know that for sure. What I do know is this guy believed it. For so long, he has just been trying to prove to people, yes, aliens do exist. And I will prove it to you because I can communicate with them through music, through audio sound waves. And he's been trying for so long, for so many years, to where he's like, okay, yeah, maybe I should move on from this because this isn't working out. Maybe aliens don't exist. And I think it's kind of sweet the way that ends. But first of all, when you guys watch this, do you what do you think about alien? Do you think this whole aliens things is real? I'll just start. I don't. Um, yeah. I do. <laughs> I don't mind being wrong if it's possible. You know, I just don't. It's like ghosts. You know, I do believe there's, you know, spirits still around, but like ghosts who are there to like really hurt you and haunt you. And it's it's not believable. Yeah. What about you, Cody? Do you believe in aliens? I don't necessarily believe, but I'm not like skeptical to the point where I don't think the possibility 
of aliens. Like, I think the possibility of aliens existing is out there. I'm like, if there's life on this planet, there's a possibility there's life somewhere else. Are they little green men and flying saucers? I don't know. Um, but I'm not uh, I'm not going to throw away the possibility that it could exist, but I'm not out here, like, scoping the internet and yelling at people the truth is out there or anything. Yeah, so did you guys think that this... Uh, very brief documentary like uh, just 15 to 16 minutes long do you think this this changed your belief of oh, okay maybe aliens are real or you're like no no this guy was crazy well uh, nothing happened <laughs> yeah that's the he, thing is he's, he's technically a radio dj for aliens uh, i mean do you think at any point <laughs> he's like Let's take some calls. Um, aliens, you know, <laughs> like what? What would you like? Let's hear what uh, you. Let me hear a recommendation of a song you want to hear right now on one zero three one. The crazy. Oh yeah. Hey, do you want to hear one zero three one Kiss FM? Okay, I'll bring that up to Plant Mars, and then they can uh, listen to the next uh, uh, Beyonce song or, uh, oh, what? he doesn't like that. He only likes <laughs> the other eight types of music that he listed. <laughs> but he well, it was like, like jazz and, reggae. uh, reggae and like native music and, yeah. uh, yeah. Tribal, tribal. Did stuff. he play techno too? Yeah. They love techno. Like electronic music. That's his stick. <laughs> oh, okay. So, did the aliens actually react to dubstep? <laughs> well, I, I yeah. don't think it was around back in that time. But no, that that could. If we find out that aliens are real and they basically communicate through dubstep, dubstep will become very popular. Because I know dubstep hasn't been as big as it was in like the early. 2010s but you know if, if that becomes our key to alien life force and dubstep away uh do those wiki wiggies or whatever well we know they do not like yodeling country music okay for those yeah. of you that have seen mars attacks okay well but if you've seen close encounters they do like just kind of like simon says uh colors and uh uh, uh piano ketones <laughs> right i'd totally beat us at the game of simon <laughs> yeah. that, that brings us to another thing is that say aliens are real what do you even think they would even do like do you think aliens would be like oh man we want to be your friends or they'll be like no screw you guys well if uh -huh. you're watching it's and Ferb, uh the movie candace Oh uh, uh, well, not not th that one doesn't count. That one doesn't count. That, no. <laughs> the, oh, those aliens don't count. No, they don't. Not not all aliens' lives matter. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't post this. Uh, by the way, that was Chase. That was not me. It was not Cody. <laughs> No, no, all, all aliens' lives matter. All you, you know, I gotta be one of those all lives matter people. No, actually, I mean, if, if an alien does exist, I, I think that would be cool. But really, I really think we should just leave that that creature alone. Because do, do you really think that we would make, considering our society, especially here in America, do you do you honestly think if aliens were to exist, that we would? behave or treat it right because what I, i'm thinking if alien exists then the government's gonna do all it can do duck kill and do all those sort of things so i mean yeah i end up farming them for me 
yeah, that's, that's what the, you know the uh, uh, the U.S. does is we farm things for me, or uh, yeah, we'll just torture you and get rid of your kind. So go ahead. Um, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we would. I like you. We should leave them alone if they do exist, and if they do exist, they are probably either one scared of us, or they just remotely feel sorry for how primitive we are as a species. Yeah, so that, that's why I, I just can't be on that crazy bandwagon. Oh my gosh, I can't be one of those Naruto runners who are going across Area 51 just to uh, meme our way over to uh, finding aliens. I'm like, just leave them be, really. That's why I'd, I'd say that just to stop with that. Uh, and you know what, you, you, you guys... Uh, get shocked when I say like yeah alien lives don't matter no they really don't if, if aliens were to exist here their lives would not matter because people will do all they can to uh, not make them feel welcome so uh, you guys well, are like well, well Chase only I'm said sure. that no I speak the truth dang it <laughs> aliens lives don't matter over here our, our society is messed up well I'm sure there's an organization out there like PETA that would uh, you know try to um, save the aliens if uh if they came down here like that well P but PETA spends a lot of its time going after things that don't, don't need to like video games or uh other things i mean PETA is a great organization but it has some crazy leadership they PETA has a, a video game like a, a a bunch of flash games that try to make you feel horrible for playing pokemon or super mario brothers so i i don't know if i wouldn't compare PETA as like okay this is a way how you can treat aliens fairly they're, they're kind of crazy but yeah I, so I, is this complicated <laughs> 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 right? no so. no but it is important yeah, yeah i mean it, it, th this is gonna get bring up again we're gonna see another info on, on the pentagon and that's why we bring up this conversation because that that's what the one of the messages the the documentary brings to us because it's it's sort of bringing that question okay are aliens real are they not uh the other thing it brings up is that when he finally decides okay i gotta give up on this mission he falls in love with another guy and i think that part <laughs> was just really sweet uh, yeah what do you think about that as the the ending to all i mean it, it's very short and i we we didn't there's so many things in this that we, we're not gonna go into because i think there's some great things about uh, john's story here yeah uh, so um i mean this this short this little movie is is about three things aliens music and love and then also um uh, you know like uh accepting somebody for who they are um and knowing what their inner self is just by looking at them and accepting them for that so i also thought it was funny that he found a lover named john <laughs> they were both john so i was like well which john was really trying to contact alien <laughs> and they're both very beardy long-haired like <laughs> guys so but like yeah this movie is deeply fascinating uh a little sad yeah like it's so like his equipment and everything and just in depth of how much he was into it for so long is very fascinating and interesting but also a little sad because i'm like what did he do with his life other than try to contact aliens but yeah it's very sweet that he finds this person that loves him and respects him and sees him as who he is and accepts him for 
kind of the weird eccentric guy he is and is like i'm fine with that and i love you and it's it's very sweet and touching and i'm glad he found someone to that's simpatico with his quirkiness plus uh you know he was saying because this is back in the early 90s uh, uh, he lives in Michigan, and you know that place still probably doesn't care for people who come out as gay up there. Um, but uh, you know, because they're not necessarily as progressive, I guess. But um, you know, he had a lot to deal with. Not only would he be a quote-unquote like freak for thinking that aliens are real, but also, yeah, he's kind of a loner. Uh, nobody believes in what he, you know, does. And they had like um, uh, news articles happen, like people would come over and interview him and stuff. And, yeah. you know, were they taking it seriously or were they doing it just to make him look like a joke? But yeah, I do think it's funny that he was a radio DJ for their alien life. Um, but it is super, super sweet. And they're still together, John and John. And, you know, they almost look like they could be brothers now. But um they found each other and that's amazing i mean there was another guy in there i'm not really sure what his it was like the ponytail kid i'm not really i don't know why he was around in this one but uh he was saying how he does believe that there's somebody out there for everybody and it doesn't matter you know even if you're into aliens into whatever he does believe that there's a perfect person out there for everybody and john and john found it and that you gotta love that yeah so you you know what this kind of reminded me of even though their stories are completely different but it just gave me the same feeling was this documentary that was made over 20 years ago called american movie which is about this guy trying to make a low budgeted horror film with his buddy Mm -hmm. i just got the same feeling from this movie too about someone who's like dedicated their whole life to something and you know that's something to be proud of even if you don't believe in it is that someone who's passionate about something and just completely delves their life into it yeah yeah and I think as long as he is happy with his life, I think that's what all what matters. So I, 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 that's the thing is I was back and forth on whether or not I feel sad because that's based on whether or not he enjoyed it. And if he had a great time, that's I think that means a lot. We're, we're always trying to think about being the next big thing. And I think we got to stop having that mindset and just uh, allow ourselves to be these other tiers. Oh, yeah. 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 Just be us. Yeah. Don't be on a radio DJ to aliens. Hey. Yeah. More power to you. I. I, That seemed kind of cool to me. That part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, even even though he is sitting around and maybe nobody's listening, right? But he still gets to enjoy his music, and and kind of build a playlist. Like who doesn't like building playlists and 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 putting it out there? But he did. He said that he was able to get the frequency out uh, like 500,000 miles away, which he said was double the um, uh, a double distance to the moon. That's insane. That is insane. How does he even know it could go that far? Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I would give it a regular good. I think it's a, a, a very sweet movie. Um, I mean, it, it ends very quickly, too. And before you know it, I, I, I it gave me some inspiring ideas. Uh, not ideas, but just right after I saw this, I 
So uh, one of the people or friends of color or people of color that I made friends with, uh, who I interviewed earlier, uh, she came out recently as a lesbian. And like right after I saw this, uh, this or this interview, or no, I mean the short, I saw just pictures of her and her loved one, just uh, them kissing. And I was like, you know, I think we we are gonna yeah we're gonna have homophobia we're gonna have a lot of this stuff uh, unfortunately at a quite a big scale but i think just seeing people happy with each other that's something very beautiful and wonderful so yeah i mean i actually i would give it a high cut i don't I know what i'm talking about because i don't know what i thought was wrong with it maybe it was just so short i wanted more of it but I anyway yeah of both jones as well um yeah. yeah i i would give it yeah a good to high good i i enjoyed it really you know all throughout i you know it is short <laughs> yeah unless you don't have a heart then you wouldn't you of course you'd like this one i don't know if it's going to be up for uh best oscar short definitely a mm. possibility uh because it was super sweet and has some good um you know music in it and, and the story is interesting enough um but yeah i i enjoyed it this was this was a good little short i yeah. i, I kind of like that you threw this in this time like something different uh, like yeah. a short um and uh, a different topic so that was cool yeah and cody solid good yeah it's a deeply fascinating and very touching story yeah if i had any complaints i would have liked this to be about 15 to 20 minutes longer like it doesn't need to be a feature length but i would have liked to have known a little bit more about his life and you know his fascination with extraterrestrials and then his relationship with john but yeah it's a good movie and uh it's only 15 or 16 minutes, so yeah. it's an easy watch, and you'll feel good about life and yourself, and, you know, we need more of that right now, so check yeah. it out. Yeah, it was a and when, and when the reveal of him being gay happens, it's not like you're taken back by it, but it is a little bit surprising, you know, because yeah. there's no, it's not that people necessarily always come like seem like they are gay or whatever but there was not anything about him that made him seem that way um yeah to anything know. he he seems like that's like not even important to him like he's one of those yeah, type exactly. of people the relationship thing wasn't important to him except for with the aliens so it seemed but then yeah he just he hit us with this and we're like whoa okay and then yeah then it just kept going with that part of the story and it's yeah it was really lovely yeah, it really is. So that is it for the show. Uh, I mean, as thank you so. Where is the woo? Well, yeah, we did it. We did it. Yeah, I, I could play the door that for a we did it song, but not not today. But uh, <laughs> now, yeah, next week is just uh, Mulan. I mean, that's that's a big movie coming out. I don't think there's anything else coming out on that week. But there's a movie you two want to catch up on you want to throw in as well then go ahead because uh that's mulan i think is going to be the only movie that i will be seeing there is another netflix movie i want to save for the week after when we talk about cuties because we'll, we'll review that too that movie comes out the week after mulan so i think yeah for at least the next two weeks or three weeks so depending on what the release schedule is like with the movies yeah there's I'm only going to be seeing one movie, but you guys, if you want to play catch up with some things and present that, then 
Go ahead. But yeah, next week is Mulan, uh, which... If I have time, I might try to watch the new Charlie Kaufman movie, which I hear is, like, not very good for the soul, but is a good movie. Okay. Uh, the one, it's like a girl starring in it? Yeah, it's a girl in uh, Jesse Plemons, Tony Collette. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I do kind of want to see that. Um, I I kind of want to see the David Copperfield movie, uh, the biopic on him, yeah. um, that has the uh, Slumdog Millionaire kid as the star. Oh, is yeah. Cool. Is that streaming or is that just in theaters? I, I haven't looked yet. Okay. I haven't looked. Um, but if I bring Tenet to the table next week, is that cool? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to see Tenet. <laughs> so if you want to see Tenet, go ahead. And... <laughs> Uh, I have nope. to go, I believe, to Europe to see it. Well, I think it's yeah. coming out next weekend. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Like, it's coming out in theaters uh, in a week or two. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm only seeing Mulan next week. So, uh, yeah, do what you guys will with that. But for now, uh, where do we find Justin? I am at Worth of Your Movies on YouTube. I just got 100 subscribers on there. Awesome. So that's exciting. Uh, uh, also uh, on Facebook and Instagram and then uh, Worthy View Movie on Twitter. Okay, Cody. You can find me at Cody's Film page on Facebook and you can find me at FilmNerd85 on Twitter and Letterboxd. Okay, and well, as I've said, this is on so many platforms now, so I'm, I'm just going to say go to Linktree slash Press if you want to see all of them. But, I mean, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and uh, we'll see. Oh, it's TuneIn. We'll soon be on Pandora, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Yeah, so that's, uh, gosh, that's a, I mean, I'm trying to, that's almost 10 platforms. But, you know, whatever platform I can get onto, then definitely that too. But uh, yeah, or facebook.com slash Pondspress, Instagram slash Pondspress, Twitter at ChiefsPond64. If you want to support the show, there are two ways. There's Patreon. Yeah, Patreon, which actually... be a toad. Yeah, be a toad. So you can get yourself some extra goodies. In fact, uh, next week, what what will happen is we will uh, film our next uh, uh, Pond's Mystery Box. So that will definitely be... Uh, after uh, what do you say, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm gonna be showing. If there is one thing about it, it's a mystery. Yeah, it is. A, well, yeah, we're gonna unbox a mystery. That's what we do. But yeah, yeah. so uh, the, the I guess the one thing of you know cutting down that or at least for now is that yeah we'll we'll be doing a pawns mystery box edition the main show and i i think we'll even do one like the week after since uh just one movie uh coming out but anyway uh definitely at the very least next week but uh yeah so uh, oh yeah patreon.com uh slash pawns press yeah you can be a two dollar five dollar or nine dollar a month supporter or if you want to just go for a regular donation there is ko-fi and uh i mean regardless if you donate you will be credited we do uh, give our uh hugest thanks uh, for you just sticking by with us and being entertained i mean that is definitely important so however you want to support then even if it's not for money but it's just from listening sharing and just laughing and yeah send us some comments tell us how great 
Cody and Chase are and how you know crazy Justin. <laughs> you could do that, or you could say, "Hey, I want a porno with Cody and Justin. Can we get that on?" Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh until next until next time. <laughs> no, that's that's not what that's not what's gonna. Anyway, uh, until next time. Take care. Bye guys. Bye everybody. Okay. Cool. And, and that's the only thing I will spoil. Spoil it won't be a porn parody. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, no, it it will be relatable to something that is coming up, but it, it won't be. Uh, yeah, it will be crazy though, but it won't be. Uh, porno or whatever no cat's butthole and no hamilton uh yeah 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 i'm not doing that <laughs> actually i got a comment somebody like months later commented on my uh cat's butthole cut review they they of course didn't listen to the review they just comment because there was just a troll and they were like what the heck with this uh butthole cut what kind of freak or idiot likes uh talking about buttholes and uh and everything and I just looked at that comment like, oh, all right, man. So I I delete it because I that's the thing is you put yourself out there, you're gonna get trolls. You're gonna have people who just want to be snarky and nasty, not really give any sort of meaningful uh, feedback or any sort of discussion. And those people, you just gotta delete. I mean, if you try to get into a conversation with them, all that leads is them going, oh wow, this guy respond or this person responded to me trolling them. I'm gonna keep going. Like. I have some friends who had this troll. They responded to a troll, and I had to tell them, uh, hey, you are an awesome person, but you gotta not let these people get to you, because they will.